Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8. Now, how Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. We cover top news and information related to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. We also follow two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now this is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 7th of October. Today is the Thursday and Friday and Saturdays are the weekend in Dubai and the other parts of Middle East. October seems to have a great start for the price of Bitcoin, but not necessarily for other cryptocurrencies. Shocktober, as I like to call it, seems to have a really interesting start. Also, mainstream news is that George Soros, the multi-billionaire, often called as the man who broke the Bank of England, has some breaking news that he has got into Bitcoin. George Soros, he's called as the man who broke the Bank of England. Somewhere around the 90s, he did make over £2 billion in pretty much less than 24 hours by shorting against the pound. So he definitely feels, or rather his office feels, that Bitcoin is mainstream. Now, many cryptocurrencies are doing as good as Bitcoin, but not necessarily as much as previous times when bitcoin rises altcoin tends to rise as well now today we are going to be talking mostly about bitcoin and how long-term thinking of bitcoin has been extremely beneficial we will discuss some interesting articles via medium now these articles are really technical so i won't get into the details of it just highlight some details and the names of people who have written these beautiful articles there's also some news about cinema and dogecoin and how amc theaters in u.s plans to send dogecoin to the moon also there's some really interesting statement made by a colombian senator who feels that south american countries could use renewable energy to mine bitcoin instead of cocaine i'm also going to be talking to you news about uae the first one is about uae cryptocurrency exchange bit oasis raises 30 million dollars to expand in the MENA region, turning into a leading cryptocurrency exchange, not in the Middle East, but also around the world. In August, we had covered news about BitOasis, where the trading volume crossed over $4 billion mark, and I believe that is only for the first quarter. And a few days ago, we also talked about how Dubai Police and BitOasis are working together to safeguard investors and making the cryptocurrency space a much better place in UAE. The second news is about Gulf Blockchain Week, which kicks off from the 8th of October till the 15th of October 2021. Now, loads of great speakers, and at the same time, some of them are not good speakers as well. I believe they are paying to be members as speakers. So welcome everyone, it's A-Team, you're in Dubai, and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover five news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. How the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is 
They usually cover three news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies and some major breaking news or mega news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. So welcome everyone, today is the 7th of October, it's Thursday and we're all ready for the weekend. I'm taking this data at 4 a.m. Gulf Standard Time, so the data may not be updated when you're actually listening to it. The global crypto market volume has passed the $2.3 trillion mark. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 3.75%. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is 110 0.97 billion dollars so since the last 24 hours it is up by 3.75% the total volume of defi has gradually been increasing and this is something which i've been noticing since the past few months the total volume of defi is currently at 15.96 billion dollars now defi accounts for 14.38% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume the volume of stable coins is at $86.12 billion and stable coins accounts for 76.61% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. While you're looking at stable coins, what I would like you to do is research about Tether USDT because there is news about Bloomberg publishing a report that Tether USDT reserves, a lot of the reserves, idly they should be having around $69 billion worth of reserves. But an audit way back in March and April showed that they had less than 3% of it in cash. There is rumors and news by Bloomberg stating after certain investigation they found out a lot of Tether USDT's reserves were in China, aka Evergrande. So again, this news could have a massive impact on Tether USDT and all other cryptocurrencies as well. The king of all kings, Bitcoin has crossed the $50,000 mark. The price of Bitcoin is currently at $51,415. What's really interesting this time in comparison to, let's say, in April when it went up to $64,000. This time, as the price of Bitcoin is increasing, the dominance is also increasing, which means that all coins are not doing as much better as the previous bull cycle. Since the last 24 hours, the dominance is up by 0.47%. If you look at Ethereum, it has also crossed the $3,500 mark. The price of Ethereum as of 7th October at 4 a.m. is $3,519. Ethereum is up by 22.61% over a period of 7 days. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 3.85%. The number third coin in the cryptocurrency market is Binance Coin. And Cardano seems to have fallen down to number 4 and occasionally goes down to number 5 as well. The Binance coin is currently at $441. Since the last 7 days, Binance coin is up by 30.66%. Now, since the last 24 hours, it is up by 3.92%. The first news that I'd like to talk about is about Bitcoin. So today's podcast would focus mostly about Bitcoin. Long-term thinking on Bitcoin has definitely paid off. The long-term thinking in Bitcoin has crossed 
the 1 trillion market cap again. All news about Bitcoin this week. The new narrative slowly building momentum in the Bitcoin space, particularly, is Lightning Network, not blockchain. Bitcoin has definitely gone mainstream and George Soros, the multi-billionaire, his family office has invested in cryptocurrencies, saying that the asset class has officially gone mainstream. George Soros' family office, CEO and CIO Don Fitzpatrick had an interview with Bloomberg and the interview is roughly around four and a half minutes long. You can check it out on YouTube at roughly around the three minute 47 mark. That is when she actually said that, you know, how can you not be involved in Bitcoin because it has gone mainstream. A lot of the multi-billionaires have definitely gotten into Bitcoin. As I mentioned earlier about George Soros, he's often called as the man who broke the Bank of England. So there is a documentary about it in YouTube. Definitely interesting, you know, the way how we manipulated the market. Everything was done legally, but he made over two billion pounds in a matter of less than 24 hours. There were also rumors in 2020 when there was the BLM riots that uh, George Soros was the one who was actually supporting the BLM riots, not the BLM movements, but the only riots. I'm really not sure what to make of it, but him getting into Bitcoin is definitely breaking and main news. Now, long-term Bitcoin holders accumulated. There is also a really interesting report by Glassnode and in the report, he said that long-term Bitcoin holders accumulated 2.35 million Bitcoin in the last seven months. What's really interesting is in this last seven months, only 180,000 new Bitcoins were mined. As you know, that roughly every 10 minutes, 6.25 new Bitcoins are mined. So Glassnode CEO Jan Allen has put up a fantastic article, Why Are Twitter? In contrast to that, Stelios Ramos, Wire Medium, has published an article. Now, it's really interesting to read the article because he actually goes into details and tries to explain what the CEO, Jan Alman, has said is not necessarily accurate. So, definitely worth reading through it. It is extremely technical, so I don't want to get into it. In similar news, James Butterfield of CoinShares also posted on Medium, which states that Bitcoin saw inflows of $69 million last week. So a lot of funds are getting into Bitcoin. Another thing really interesting is that people are keeping their Bitcoins into their own wallets and not in cryptocurrency exchanges. I've mentioned this in the past. Whenever people are withdrawing funds from the cryptocurrency exchanges and transferring into their own personal wallet, it means that they don't want to sell it. James Butterfell of CoinShares has recently posted via LinkedIn, I believe he posted it on the 7th of October, that Bitcoin has the best performer for seven of the previous nine years. Now, yesterday, we also talked about Bitcoin has performed better than gold in the last decade. On similar news, news BTC, that is Bitcoin.com, also has an article that states, Bitcoin inflows show institutional investors are back on the bull train. There are also rumors that, you know, this bull market might probably be the last bull market that Bitcoin could ever have. So essentially, October or October seems to be a really good month for Bitcoin, but not necessary for other cryptocurrencies. So via news BTC, they've also put out the fear and greed index. It's a good indication of how the market is generally feeling about Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. 
if you look at the data it is currently at 68 which means it is greed that means people definitely want to go ahead and accumulate bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies Katie Stockton of Fairfield Strategies says momentum is on Bitcoin's side with short intermediate and long-term momentum indicators all in positive territory as of Tuesdays. So go to Business Insider and you can read through the entire article. So again, October seems to be a really good month. And the last article that I'd like to talk about regarding Bitcoin is by Greg Foss. Greg Foss has written an article on Bitcoin magazine. The article is called as the intrinsic value of Bitcoin calculated using Severian credit default swaps. This is if not one of the best articles trying to understand the real value of Bitcoin. Now according to him, the value of Bitcoin is much higher than 50 or thousand dollars. You need to go and read through the entire article. It is extremely technical. He has referenced the US debt clock and notes total funded plus unfunded liabilities of the US equals 29 trillion plus 158 trillion dollars. Absolutely fantastic article by Greg Foss. So go to Bitcoin Magazine and look for the intrinsic value of Bitcoin calculated using Severian credit default swaps. Definitely a must. Now what I think guys the way how things are working, Bitcoin is definitely treated as a store of value. Ethereum will also be treated as a store of value, maybe even as medium of exchange. And uh, the value of Ethereum seems to be going higher and higher. Now, I do remember AIBC Summit in Dubai, they were also accepting ETH or Ethereum for payments. Catherine Wood had an interview, I think on the 1st or 2nd of October. In that interview, she also said that ETH is also a strong currency. There are also a couple of events in Dubai. One particular event which i'm really not sure if it is a legitimate event or not called as crypto expo now the reason why i want to talk about it is that in that event you can only pay via eth you cannot pay via cash you cannot pay via the ram you can only pay via ETH. so ethereum is gradually moving as a store of value and medium of exchange as well so what i feel is something like this bitcoin may be treated as a store of value Ethereum as a store of value and medium of exchange and stable coins such as USDT, USDC, central bank digital currencies, Facebook DM, all these will be treated as a medium of exchange. Moving on to some really interesting comments by a Colombian senator, Gustavo Petro, a Colombian senator said that virtual currency is pure information and therefore energy. I'm pretty much sure Michael Saylor would be really excited when uh, the word energy is used because you know he's gone on a rant on Twitter stating that Bitcoin is energy and he's received quite a lot of backlash for it. Personally, I think what Michael Saylor is saying is absolutely nonsense. Going back to Gustavo Petro, he also mentioned that South American companies could use renewable energy to mine Bitcoin instead of making cocaine. Now, if you go through his Twitter profile, what he's done is he has forwarded the tweet by President Naib Bukele using geothermal mining. So what he's indicating is that Colombia could actually try to follow the footsteps of President Naib Bukele of making Bitcoin a legal tender. More importantly, trying to utilize the natural resources for mining Bitcoin instead of making cocaine. The next news is trying to send Dogecoin to the moon. 
Now, AMC theaters might just send Dogecoin to the moon as they're now accepting crypto payments. The CEO, Adam Aaron, just tweeted that now you can buy StoreHub via AMC theaters digital gift cards. Now, up to $200 per day with Dogecoin and other cryptocurrencies using BitWallet. If you read through the tweet, you know, the way he put it across is it kind of gives an indication that he's a massive fan of Dogecoin. AMC was also in similar news to GameStop a couple of months ago and where Redditors were trying to pump the price of AMC shares because some hedge funds were going short against it. I'm really not sure and I probably need to do more research about it. But AMC theaters is starting to accept cryptocurrencies especially dogecoin so if you go through the twitter profile you know you can actually see the doge meme in that as well now mark cuban the multi-billionaire and the owner of dallas club is also accepting dogecoin and he's a massive bull along with elon musk trying to promote dogecoin as much as possible moving on to news about uae and this news is about bit oasis bit oasis closes 30 million dollars in Series B funding. Now, the funding round was co-led by Chicago-based VC firm Jump Capital and Wamda. The new investors that joined the funding round include Alameda Research and Global Founders Capital, Pantera Capital, Digital Currency Group, and NXMH. Bit Oasis CEO Ola Dowden has said that our aim is to build the largest and most trusted cryptocurrency platform in the region and a latest investment round serves as vote of confidence in Bit Oasis growth strategy. It further speaks to the state of interest in MENA region's growing crypto ecosystem, with global investors and venture capital heavyweights backing the region's homegrown businesses. In case you want to find out more specific detailed information from the first source, go to the Bit Oasis website, that is, bitoasis.net and read through their blog. Now, something that I had covered on the 11th of August was that BitOasis trading volume exceeds $3 billion in 2021. BitOasis had reported extremely strong growth of H1 2020 results and a 200% increase in users. The website is bitoasis.net. This is something which I had covered on the 11th of August. Now you can actually go ahead and use your app that is for Android and iOS devices. Ola Dowdin is the CEO and founder of BitOasis. And BitOasis has been operating since 2015. It is the largest digital asset exchange in the Middle East and North Africa. And they have received regulatory approval from Abu Dhabi Global Market or ADGM and it's called as Blex Financial Limited. In 2016, there was a series of events called as Next Money and the CEO of BitOasis, that is Ola Dordin, she was the speaker and this was way before the halving of Bitcoin that occurred. In that time, the price of Bitcoin was around $160. That was the time when she was talking about Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Now, BitOasis is a pioneer and leader in the region, doubling its user base in the last six months. BitOasis platform almost the most liquid platform in the Middle East. Currently, they're offering Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP. You can go through the website, you'll see the massive list. BitOasis Abu Dhabi Global Market Registered Entity, Blacks Financial Limited. On receiving the necessary approvals from the FSRA in ADGM, 
will be launching its regulated MTF in ADGM, offering its clients access to a secure, regulatory compliant and institutional grade platform. In case you want to get a written version of what I'm saying in this podcast, you can go to my LinkedIn profile. And what I do is Monday to Thursdays, I put up an article via LinkedIn at 8 a.m. in the morning, Gulf Standard Time. You can also find all this information updated on my website in the blogs section as well. The next news that I'd like to talk is about an event which is taking place this week. This weekend, rather, called as Gulf Blockchain Week. Now, this event takes place from the 8th of October till the 15th of October. This event will be co-hosted by NextChange Group, Evolution Group and EcoX Dubai. And the event takes place in JW Marriott's Marcus, and, uh, which is in Dubai in Sheikh Zayed Road. There's loads of information during the Gulf Blockchain Week 2021. Comprehensive regulations for diverse digital assets, international experience applications in the Gulf region. There also a session about blockchain-based KYC acceleration of adoption, B2B blockchain solution best practices, blockchain for financial services. Uh, there will be investment landscape that is Dubai as a power grid for MENA region, smart Dubai overview and governance aspects state blockchain strategies experience of dubai and bahrain digital asset exchanges that is the infrastructure and new trends education credentials via blockchain and supply chain management powered by blockchain gulf region based use cases asset tokenization building value smart economy and smart government new ideas blockchain case studies in real estate tourism health transportation state services powered by blockchain and a bank blockchain research and development in the Gulf region. If you go through the list of speakers, uh, there are quite a lot of speakers. I would only like to recommend seven of them. The first one being Nick Spanos, who is the founder of Zap. Alex Mashinsky, who is the CEO of Celsius Network. Now, I do believe that Alex Mashinsky is also the creator of VoIP, that is Voice over the Internet Protocol. One of the reasons why we can make calls on Skype or via WhatsApp or via Zoom is probably because of him. So really interesting, you know, to listen to what he has to say. Wakas Mirza from Avanza Innovation. Wakas Mirza has also been a speaker of blockchain way back since 2016. I do remember at uh, one of the conferences, and this is going back to 2016 or 17, where Avanza Solutions were planning to develop uh, solutions for interoperability. So I'm not sure if they've gone ahead and done that. Really interesting person at the event is Da Vinci Jeremy, who probably is the OG of Bitcoin. You can actually see his YouTube video where he talks about Bitcoin, and this is going back to 2010. He's an absolute OG of Bitcoin. And uh, there's also Talal Taba, who's the CEO of Coin Mena. Definitely worth listening to what he has to say. And Shiraz Ahmad, who's, I believe, the head of marketing of Crypto Valley. So DMCC is issuing cryptocurrency licenses. So it'll be really interesting to see, uh, listen to his perspective on what kind of businesses are being set up in the cryptocurrency space. And Jessica Walker from Coin Market Cap. Now, most of the time, I read Coin Market Cap for my prices. So, and uh, Coin Market Cap has been purchased by Binance. So, definitely worth listening to what she probably has to say. So, that's all for today, guys, from the crypto and coffee at 8 from Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, 
drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. You can also check my website that is www.blockchaindxp.com. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast, click on the follow and share the word across. Now for the next 30 minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. What you're listening to right now is an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrency. I have a first question from Aaron who has asked, what do you think of NFTs and are they just hype? Now Aaron, at the current moment and uh, given what happened earlier in 2021, that is Meta Coven who created this hype of NFTs by buying the Beeple artwork for $69. Ever since until now, NFTs are all hype. But the multimillionaires and billionaires, they do want this hype. Now, is this hype going to stay forever? Definitely not. I believe the hype could die off pretty much at any given time. I might even say maybe in three months' time, the NFT hype will actually go down. That being said, uh, there was a really interesting podcast by Kevin O'Leary where he talked about, you know, where he knows a lot of multi-billionaires who are actually buying, you know, those really expensive watches. I'm talking about the multi-million dollar watches like $20 million and $30 million. Kevin O'Leary actually said that these people are also getting into NFTs. So rather than buying a multi-million dollar watch, they are in consideration of getting into NFTs. So NFTs could be the new artwork or something, you know, that you would want to go and flex. What I do not like, and this is particularly to do with UAE, out of 10 companies that I tend to research pretty much every day, eight of them are into NFTs. All eight of them, they have no idea of how NFT works. I did speak to them and I occasionally send them an email. I occasionally send them a really nice and positive email stating that, what you're doing is incorrect and wrong. And I do get a really positive reply from them. And they actually say, thank you, we do agree and we are new into the space. People in Dubai and UAE who are getting into the NFT space do not necessarily have the technical expertise on what NFT is. I believe once they understand what NFT is, then, you know, it could be something. Uh, but the hype will definitely, definitely go down. Another thing which a lot of people don't understand is that are certain Bitcoins also NFTs? Because in order to be non-fungible, you know, you don't have to be fungible. So not all Bitcoins are fungible. Newly mined Bitcoins are sold at a premium price and uh, the value of certain Bitcoins also tend to go down. For instance, if the government confiscates your Bitcoin, they're usually sold at a lesser price. And that is what uh, Tim Draper he got a lot of bitcoins at a reduced price. So bitcoin is definitely not uh, fungible. 
there is a really beautiful video by Adam Back from Blockstream. Now, personally, I do think that Adam Back is Satoshi Nakamoto. Anyways, going back to fungibility of Bitcoin, he has actually said that Bitcoin is not at all fungible. And he makes a comparison with PayPal that how Bitcoin, you can actually go and track if the Bitcoin you received were from illicit purposes. And that's one of the reasons why the value of the current Bitcoin that you hold could be confiscated as well. Talking about Adam Back and Blockstream, I would recommend Aaron for you to research a bit on Liquid Network. Because uh, with Bitcoin, you can also start selling your NFTs. A lot of them are not aware that you know people think that NFTs are only sold on Ethereum, on Binance Chain or on Solana. But the NFT hype will definitely be there, I believe, for another three months or so. After that, I don't think so NFT would be as mainstream as, you know, what it used to be. I have another question by Tina, who asked, what are the most widely used dApps on Ethereum? Dapps are decentralized apps. Tina, what I would recommend you to do is you can go to stateofthedapps.com. So let me quickly have a look in stateofthedapps.com and that will give us an idea. Now, in stateofthedapps.com, you have an option to select all the blockchain protocols like EOS, Tron. Now, since your question is about Ethereum, let me pull up Ethereum real quick. Okay, so I'm looking at Ethereum right now for the 7th of October. Now, I'm going to read out the top five dApps or decentralized apps working on Ethereum. The first one is OpenSea, which is a peer-to-peer marketing place for scarce digital goods, that is NFTs. That is the king marketplace of uh, any NFTs. So OpenSea, uh, Tina, is the first most widely used Ethereum dApp. The second, is no surprise, is Tether. Now Tether USDT, which is a stable coin, which I talked about earlier that, you know, they have a notorious past. And Bloomberg is investigating, so most likely tomorrow, that is the 8th of October, you might hear some more information about Tether USDT's reserve. The next one is Oasis, which is where you can borrow DAI against your collateral. And uh, this is to do with DeFi or decentralized finance. That is the third widely used app in Ethereum. The fourth one, again, is not surprised. That is Chainlink. Chainlink is an oracle. So for all of these blockchain protocols, they have smart contracts. Now, these smart contracts need to get data. So what Chainlink does is it is an oracle that provides data in a distributed or decentralized manner. Now, Chainlink has a foundation called as the Chainlink Labs. And the CEO of that is Sergey Nazarov who is a valid candidate for being Satoshi Nakamoto because he was the one who booked the domain name smartcontracts.com two years before Bitcoin was launched. Now, Bitcoin was launched in January of 2009, but the domain name smartcontracts.com got registered towards the end of 2006 and early uh, Jan 2007. When you go to smartcontracts.com, it automatically takes you to Chainlink website, Tina. So Chainlink is the number fourth widely used. And the fifth one is, again, no surprise, that is Uniswap. Uniswap is a decentralized exchange. There is speculation that it is not as decentralized as you think because the SEC has gone after Uniswap and they have delisted a couple of cryptos uh, to be on that exchange. Now, how is that possible if it is distributed or decentralized? Where would the SEC go? But in case of Uniswap, 
SEC did find out that it is not distributed or decentralized, they did inform Uniswap. So Uniswap has removed few cryptocurrencies from its decentralized exchange. So I'm really not sure how that thing worked. The other one is also really interesting and that is a metaverse that is Decentraland. So it is a virtual one. So Decentraland is a virtual world run on open standards. And you talked about NFT and MetaCoven. The guy who actually bought the Beeple artwork, the NFT, for $69 million. One of his plans is to put that image in the decentralized virtual platform. So in the near future, let's say, you know, with virtual reality headsets and augmented reality, you will be actually be able to interact with these NFTs, but it's still a long way to go. I have another question, and this is by Mohammed. Mohammed asks, what are your thoughts on Shiba Inu? Now, personally, Mohammed, I am not a fan of Shiba Inu. That being said, people have made a lot of money on Shiba Inu. People have made millions on Shiba Inu. And Shiba Inu is a meme coin and it started because of the hype on Dogecoin. And when Elon Musk was pumping Dogecoin, so some mysterious creator decided to have Shiba Inu. And the white paper is called as Woof Paper. I've covered Shiba Inu quite a lot of times in the past and going back to May and June. So if you get time, try to, you know, surf through my LinkedIn article or go through my podcast search and try to listen to some information about Shiba Inu. And the reason why Shiba Inu was in news, Muhammad, is when they had started, they had sent over 4 trillion Shiba Inu to uh, Vitalik Buterin, which I believe was around 6 to $8 billion back then. Now, Vitalik Buterin, what he did, he gave most of it away, and a lot of the chunk went to the COVID India Relief Fund, and the other were burnt. So essentially what he did, the Shiba Inu, which he received without his approval, uh, he actually sent it to a burnt address. Now, a burnt address is where you send the funds to an address that does not have a private key, so essentially the funds are gone. Now, one of the reasons, Muhammad, why... People are talking about Shiba Inu since the last 24 hours is because Robinhood, an app in the US which is meant for you know uh, millennials, and uh, they are targeting Shiba Inu and they've recently stated that they're going to start accepting users to buy, sell, and trade on Shiba Inu coin, and that's one of the reasons why the price of Shiba Inu has gone up. In fact, I'm looking at a Shiba Inu right now, and the price of Shiba Inu over the last seven days has gone up by 213%. Now, Shiba Inu has gone up by 213% since the last seven days. And this is to do with the news that uh, Robinhood just posted that, you know, they're going to start accepting users to buy, sell, and trade in Shiba Inu coin. And that's one of the reasons why it's gone up. So that's all for today, guys, from the Ask Me Anything series. So remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover farm news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East, and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by the Ask Me Anything series that you're listening to right now, where you can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. That's all for today, guys. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. You can also check my website that is www.blockchaindxp.com. 
If you like listening to this podcast, please follow this podcast, click on the follow and share the word across. Thanks so much and have a great day. Bye-bye.